Marketing for Humans, bringing the human back into marketing. Hi, I'm Christina Fry, and thank you for joining me today. We are going to explore all about how to bring the human back into marketing in a world of so many marketing vehicles, mechanisms, automation. Today, we're going to explore your magic in marketing. And you might be wondering to yourself, my magic in marketing? Seriously? Especially if you've tried a bunch of things and they really haven't gone the way you wanted them to. I understand the perplexity or feeling perplexed. So that's why I wanted to address this because marketing can feel like a game of the savviest marketer wins. And a lot of times that takes the real connecting between one human and another out of the equation, no matter how clever and how funny and all that jazz, if you're not really leaning in with relevance and devotion, then I'm not sure who's really going to listen for too long (laughs) to any marketing that you offer up. So I think one thing that we step over a lot is the fact that you actually have a magic way of being in your marketing. And again, it's such a big word, magic. But I'm sure you've had an experience where you were helping somebody else in your work and it was just so easy for you to make a difference in their lives. And the other person that you were helping really appreciated what you had to offer and everybody wins. You know, we sometimes forget those instances of what I call joyful service to another. And that is the essence of your marketing voice because you have a very particular way that when you operate that way, it's just, it's just that, I mean, it's just everybody wins. It's, I, I could say it over and over again. I'm kind of like a broken record about it, but because it's so true that you make a difference, they love it, you have fun, and everybody wins. So I wish I had like a really short and sweet way to put that. But actually I do. And it's called Your Innate Marketing Genius. <laughs> it's the name of my business. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's... That's what that is. So I want to back up a little bit. I'll do a couple things today. So I'm going to back up and share with you how I landed on this discovery. It was such a delightful discovery, not something I was setting out to understand or find, but here it is. And I also want to introduce to you a few examples of everything I'm talking about, which is, you know, marketing voice, marketing strategy, one voice, one strategy. All right. So where did this come from? You know, what's all the background detail around this entire way of looking at things? So let's just start there. And then I think you'll understand better what I mean by magic in marketing. In 2016, I conducted two field studies. I was studying a mindset practice that I had created in the early 2000s. And since I've been a longtime meditator and energy awareness person, I was curious to see how other people around the world responded 
to this tool. I call it the generosity practice. And the it takes like 10 minutes a day, but there is so much that goes on when you use this tool. It takes you from a place of that personal sanctuary and it's all about me. And believe me, there's healthy ways to do that. I'm all for it. But what if you could align your personal sanctuary with how you serve others in a joyful way? So the generosity practice really sets this tone of beautiful generosity that is yours. I mean, you just become the artist of your own generosity to the world. And yeah, again, hard to put into words because the experience is so powerful, but that's pretty much the gist. It's a feeling of everybody wins. Now, when people were learning this and using this in different countries all over the place, they were sending me videos of their results. And one of the things that came up pretty frequently was the entrepreneurs in this study would say, wow, first of all, it's really easy for me to put myself out there and market myself. I'm not as self-conscious. I'm not as worried about being rejected. I really like getting out there and just being with people and obviously growing their business at the same time. So that was the first thing that I understood. The second thing was, hey, it's actually a lot easier to negotiate a sale. If I'm in that that really everybody wins place, then I get out of my own way. I'm not so nervous about making the sale. I really listen to what that other person or what the people across the table need. And then I can confidently, confidently propose a way forward. And more often than not, people are amenable to that. So sales negotiations were going better. And, you know, specifically I heard from one of my longtime colleagues and she became a client for a while who said, I went from being totally lost with a new business to contacting exactly the right people, you know, moving forward so fast. And, you know, when I had to go give a talk to a huge convention, I did the generosity practice and it just got me in that place of, hey, there's a bigger game here. I'm being in service to others. I don't have to worry about much at all, like making a good impression, doing a good job, like all that fell by the wayside because she was playing a bigger game of, I'm a contribution to this conference. And that allowed her to become a great speaker and thereby make a lot of business connections, which then turned into business. I mean, it's what we all want, right? So I really paid attention and I was curious, you know, is there a way to help entrepreneurs, you know, just with real intention with this tool? So there are three, there are actually four levels of the tool. Three of them are for your own personal practice where you just, you know, 10 minutes a day and you get into that place of joyful service to others. But then there's a fourth level, which is not just a general way of being. It's a very specific way to set the tone for an area in your life. And I started using this for marketing, marketing strategy. And there was a period of time where I worked with 40 different entrepreneurs in 40 different, what I call level four marketing strategy sessions. I took these entrepreneurs through my process. It's a seven step 
process that is just, like I said, a deeper level of this generosity practice work and laser focused on their marketing strategy. And so I would come up with, after doing the process with each one of them, I would come up with an archetype. I could tell that whoever was going through this, they had a very specific way of wanting to get out there and making a difference in people's lives. Specific, but general enough that it could be applied in many different ways. And I mean, I have to say, this was really fun. <laughs> I was like, you know, you think that you just need to get out there and market and be, you know, smart about whatever vehicle you're using, right? I need to know everything about fa Facebook advertising. I need to know everything about putting together the right webinar. And to find this other layer of, wow, like people have a very specific way that they come alive in service to others. And if I could help them identify what that specific way of being is, then they would truly make an impact on the people that they are trying to do business with. In which case, all the good stuff comes, right? Trust and recognition, you're helping others, people remember you, you stay on their radar, and eventually you get clients that are in it for the long haul. You know, all of that is a process. So why not start on the right track in such a vein as to truly make a difference in other people's lives and also be energized by it as well. Because in my long journey of studying generosity and just the way of being that is generosity, I am, have been well aware of the pitfalls of generosity. So you can easily become a martyr. You can easily become exhausted. You give and give and give. You say, yes, yes, yes. And where is that where are you coming alive in that process if that's what's happening? So it's a huge pivot to include yourself, the business owner, the human in the equation of being in service to others. That's why it's joyful service to others. One other thing I'll mention is when I had the, the 40 different entrepreneurs that I work with through this process, not only did I identify their archetypes, but I also noticed, oh, there's some patterns here. What was interesting to me is that there were five very strong categories and, you know, wow, this person seems to be in this category and these are in, you know, and there were like five of these really interesting ways of getting out there and marketing and making a difference in people's lives that were consistent and stayed consistent. Now it's been over three years and they haven't changed, haven't added any, haven't taken any way. Like this, yeah, this is just the common ground between all the archetypes. And uh, I talk a lot about those and I will be talking a lot about those categories through this podcast, but I'll just tell you what they are briefly. And if you're curious about which one you might be, I have an assessment on my website, innatemarketinggenius.com, and it's free. And you just go and take this assessment. It's 35 questions. It'll take you less than 10 minutes, and you'll figure out which category you are. And what's great about that is that even if you don't know your specific archetype, you will immediately get results as far as how to focus yourself and how to use your voice. So... That is there, but I will tell you what the categories are. So number one is a nurturer. Number two is adventure guide. Number two, number three is door opener. 
Number four is steady presence. And number five is celebrator. And every marketer that I've ever worked with, every business owner that I've ever worked with has fallen under one of those categories, even though their archetype is more specific than that. So it is a really good start if you want to dive in and see which one you are. All right. So after doing all these sessions, coming up with the types, all that fun stuff, I realized that, yeah, there's something that is being called forth here in each one of these entrepreneurs and I needed to give it a name. And that's why, that's when I came up with innate marketing genius. Because first of all, it's innate, meaning it's right there. It's within you. Even if most often, most commonly people don't really know what their marketing genius is, but it's there nonetheless. And they're genius because when you truly have an impact on other people by operating this way, I mean, isn't that what genius is all about? Really making a difference in the world and using your best self, your best way of doing that. To me, that's genius. So now when you discover your innate marketing genius, I'm just going to tell you that it is a, it's a big moment. When I work with people, we sit down for three hours. I walk them through the process. They discover what their genius is. And then we spend the next part of the meeting uh, understanding what their strategy is that would be perfect for their genius. And I will just tell you right now that more often than not, people are pleasantly surprised, but also have a deep recognition of their marketing genius, of their marketing voice. And it's like, oh yeah, of course that's me. And I knew that all along, except that they weren't operating from that place. (laughs) And I I describe it as having three massages and two pedicures. And I mean, it's just such a lovely, relaxing, yet energizing moment that, you know, you just get the sense that everything is fine. All is well. Because now you found this beautiful place of helping others and also taking care of yourself. And for any business owner, I would want you to find that place because you're running a business and it needs to be sustainable. So how about doing it from a place that's generous and also fun and joyful? And uh, again, these are a lot of words that I am throwing at you. And that's why I can't wait to have you hear people who've been through the process so they can they can describe to you and also you just get the sense from them. You know, you can just feel it from them through the interwebs (laughs) instead of me just describing it myself. And so that's the marketing genius. And then of course, you might be wondering if I have my genius, then how do I go about figuring out my marketing strategy? That's a really good question. And I will just start with this. It's really about acknowledging how you love connecting with others. Okay, so that's, you know, when I meet with an entrepreneur, I don't come in with a canned strategy, although that would be a lot easier. There's always this dialogue that happens that, oh my gosh, like by the end of it, we have landed on the perfect strategy based on what their voice is, and how they like to connect with people in the world. I actually mention this often in my talk, Marketing for Humans, where it's like, let's just contemplate. What's your favorite way of connecting with others? 
And so I give people a chance to really ask that of themselves instead of just chasing down the next shiny toy of marketing. I tell you, sometimes I think just taking a pause and looking at what works and what doesn't work is the way to go for most marketing because a lot of marketing has that energetic of chasing and trying something new and let's do this and mild desperation creeping in or not so mild. I think that you probably know a lot more than you think you do about your marketing. It's just a matter of taking a breath and looking at it. I'd like to end by sharing with you five or six examples of, actually I have seven examples today, (laughs) of different marketing geniuses, innate marketing geniuses, and the strategies that go with those geniuses. This will be a great opportunity for you to try this on. See, hmm, I wonder what mine is and what my strategy is. And I'm pretty adamant about landing on one strategy because as I mentioned in my last episode, this gives you a workload that one business owner can handle. It also gives you the chance to master it and show consistency and professionalism. And that is that helps build trust, which is what this is all about. Okay, so let's look at some examples. The first one I want to share with you is from a couple of mindfulness experts who are in you know, the Boston area. Most people I work with are in the Boston area right now. And they're they were they actually work with academia and and business um, to help bring in mindfulness so that there's just better corporate communication going on. And so their innate marketing genius is the vital life in stillness. I'll say that again, the vital life in stillness. And that points to the fact that a lot of times vitality comes across as loud and what they want to show people and what they're truly gifted at is showing them that no, there's actually a lot of vitality in the quiet, in the silence, in the stillness. If they are showing that and sharing that, they are on mission and they are really making an impact on others. Their strategy is what I call fierce interviews. Now, a lot of people in the mindfulness realm, they want to come off as zen and peaceful and isn't everything just so lovely? I mean, there is a little bit of a reputation with that. And yet, If you are practicing mindfulness, you are very present to everything. And that includes the tough challenges and the emotional moments. And they want to get out, you know, these experts, they want to get out there and have fierce interviews about mindfulness to show that this is not just nice, nice, that there are some really big things to be addressed and also really big things at stake. So they have a YouTube channel and are posting video interviews with each other and also with other experts, other business owners, people who are their clients. And so that is their strategy. All right. The second one is a career coach and her, she's actually a current client. We've been working together for almost a year and her genius is she brings people into the circle. So if you can imagine a circle of wisdom, of support, of vitality, magic, all that good stuff, 
And so if she is through whatever marketing she's doing, if she is consciously bringing people into that circle, that wisdom circle, she is on her genius zone and her strategy is speaking, which initially did not seem like, you know, oh, that's me. Um, it was a little bit edgy for her. And of course, I'm not in the business of giving cute marketing strategies to people. So I basically held my ground and said, nope, you're a speaker. And she's been putting together a talk and speaking ever since and getting incredible results. You know, she just leaned into her genius and took ownership of that very powerful strategy. And she's getting clients left and right. The next is a real estate agent whose archetype or genius is she's the generous mayor. She's the one who can walk into a room and talk everybody up, bring out the best of them. She's that real estate agent. And her strategy is Facebook live interviews with leaders all around town. And this shows her at her best. She helps other business owners. She gets top of mind with her entire community because everybody knows she's doing this. And her feedback to me, because we are still working together, her feedback to me was as soon as she dove into this strategy, everything started to move. She started to get clients. She started to get recognition. People around the office would say, oh my gosh, I saw your video. And you know, even the top performing agents that are mildly famous in their office would say, yeah, I saw what you did. That's really good. She is in her zone and it's, it's really new for her. Another one um, that is a featured case study in the talk that I give is a millen- the millennial consultant. And this is, uh, my, I mentioned her briefly earlier. She's a friend and also she was a client for a while. And her, her genius is she's a nurturing straight talker. She's the one who would sit down if you were going through a tough time and tell you very gently, hey, this is what you need to know. You need to face this, this, and this. And you would listen to her because she is being really nice about it, but she's not going to sweet talk you either. And her strategy, her core strategy is speaking. And she's been a youth speaker in her past. This was very natural for her. And she makes a huge impact when she does it. And she is currently making well over six figures since she's been down this path and traveling around the world and speaking with people in the upper echelons of Cisco and Valvoline. And, you know, I mean, she's just off to the races. It's been incredible to watch her journey. Another real estate agent that I'm working with currently is a gentle joy cauldron. And the kind of presence that if you're around her, life just feels easier and softer and lovely. And she doesn't really have to work at that, which is kind of the point. And... Her strategy is to have gentle gathering. She has her own unique way of appreciating the season. And so now she's building parties, a whole schedule for the year based on the way she wants to celebrate each season and then getting strategic about that around what does that have to do with real estate. There's a real estate attorney who is an empowering educator If he is helping people get empowered through whatever program he might be delivering, he is really making a difference. And his core strategy, he does a few other things, but his core strategy is real estate licensing trainings, because as an attorney, his biggest referral source is real estate agents. And now he shows them what a helpful 
empowering educator he is and helps them get licensed. And of course, everybody wins in that scenario because they will remember him, right? And trust him. And I'll just share with you my own. My, uh, my archetype or innate marketing genius is I'm a nurturer of great ideas in others. And my big vehicle is speaking. I've been doing that for years. And that is how I roll. So when I give talks, if I'm nurturing good ideas in the person who's sitting in front of me, I am on my game. And knock on wood, that is what I do. <laughs> and knock on wood, I'm doing that now for you. Because hopefully by now you're thinking, huh, I bet I'm like this. Or maybe my innate marketing genius is like this. And if you want even better ideas, then go take the assessment. Because once you figure out what type you are, then you can download the very pretty report that I have put together. And not only will you discover, oh, this is me. Like this is what it means to be a celebrator, for example. This is how celebrators need to market. Again, this is all stuff I talk about in my talk. And then third is if I need to generate content, what, what should I be asking myself? So there are these content generating questions and it's all in a PDF. You can actually just type right into the PDF if you need to. And 20 minutes with those questions will give you so much to use in your current marketing. All right. So I hope you have a much better sense now as to what it means to have an innate marketing genius, to enjoy the subsequent magic in your marketing that is very much yours, and that there is a strategy that is perfect for this voice. So like I said, don't take it from me. Keep listening because we are going to have some nice examples of geniuses and strategies very soon. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. And until next time on Marketing for Humans.